welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 30-minute flow class. When you're ready, come on down to your mat and we'll get started. John, I'm going to mute you up. <laughs> Good morning. Let's do a quick sound check. Are you there? Susan, nice shirt. <laughs> the only appropriate mayo and tomato in the middle of January. But, uh, you know, I figured, no, like, I like to remind year-round just to remind me that summer is coming. All right. Cool. Thank you all so much for being here. We are going to get into lunges today. And uh, the, there's, about 17 dozen different kinds of lunges. Uh, I'm going to give you the ones that we most often do. They're names that we use uh, so that you can uh, process for yourself when the teacher says crescent versus high versus low. Uh, we usually mean what we say. Uh, but more importantly than that for our little uh, point of practice, a lunge in our uh, particular practice is defined by the front foot being grounded pointed straight ahead. Those three points, we did that on Tuesday with the Warriors. Front foot looks just like Warrior 1. Back foot, balance on the ball of the foot with the heel directly up. And it may or may not stack right over the ball of the foot, but n we don't want it out or in. And if you have more flexible ankles, uh, more range of motion in your ankles, flexibility is a tough word to use because flexibility sounds like, oh, we want more flexibility, but we do not want flexibility in a joint that's supposed to be contained. So we're going to be focusing in on the back foot being vertical so that we don't have the ankle twisting out to the side. Uh, so we'll, we'll use that as a point of practice and we'll move through a lot of different lunges. Um, there's also variations of lunge where the back foot is on the top, like an up dog. We'll do some of those. But to start, let's head to the back, to your back. And if you've got a block, we'll go to hips on a block. If you don't have a block, totally cool. You'll just extend your legs in the air. Uh, hips on a block is nice, legs up is nice, but we're going to use this to take a peek at your feet. This is the nicer way to, to kind of investigate the feet before we get into the foot being behind us and having to pay attention to it. So, when you take your legs up in the air, let your feet just shape themselves. Like, don't do anything yet. Just close your eyes, take a few breaths, put yourself into your body. Give your legs a little shake, just let them you know, move around a little bit. And so I'm slow and pause. And without doing anything, look at your feet and how they're positioned right now. If you tidied them up because that's who you are, that's fine. But point being that we just kind of let them be how they're going to be. And some of us will have toes that turn a little in. Some of us will have toes turn a little out. It's good to just investigate and to know where you're starting from, right? We try to get to where we're going before we know where we're starting from. Uh, we may lose lose track in the middle somewhere. So 
Now shape your feet so they come parallel to each other, hip distance apart, and you're pointing your toes toward the back of your mat, toward your back wall. And you have the second and third toe pointing straight back and the heels lined up. Go ahead and turn your toes out toward the sides, so your little Charlie Chaplin feet. And back to center, bring them parallel. And then turn the toes in, little pigeon toe, heels out, toes in. And bring it back to parallel. Tighten up the legs, press up through the heel, flex the foot. Just, just register your foot in alignment with itself. Right. We'll bring knees in toward the abdominals and feet to the floor. When your feet get to the floor, pause there and align your feet so that they're parallel to each other, toes pointing straight ahead. That's the second and third toe you're thinking about. And the heel bones in line with the second and third toe. Press your feet down, lift your hips. And slide the block out of the way. Slowly slide your hips down. We'll bring the right leg in, left leg out. Flex both feet. Dig your left heel into the mat. Point your left toes straight up. Flex your right foot so that the heel is in line with your sitting bone and your toes point up toward the ceiling. It's just shaping the feet there. Very much like you're shaping the feet in a lunge. Keep the back or the left heel, <laughs> which would be the back one. Keep that digging into your mat breath here. When you breathe out, bring your left leg in too. And then bring uh, left knee to the chest uh, with both hands as you take the right leg out. And just leg extends out, shape it, press the heel into the mat, flex the foot, you'll feel some action in the back of your leg. You get the toes to point straight up, and then this is something that you feel instead of see, right, because we're, we're working to have the awareness of the foot in the mind, so that when we get into something like a lunge, we don't have to look backward at the foot to see if it's uh, upright. That ends up taking the rest of the pose not upright. Flex your left foot. Bring the heel close to the sitting bone. It may be trying to shift in or out, but bring it in and point the left toes directly up. So both sets of toes are pointing directly up. Breathe in. When you breathe out, bring both knees in. Hug the knees to the chest, nose to knees, knees to nose. Make your way up through seated and around to down dog. When you get to down dog, plant your hands about shoulder distance apart. Press down through your thumb and first finger knuckle. Get that set up. And take your gaze to your feet. And note they're parallel. Right. The second and third toe pointing straight ahead and the heels pointing straight back. Yeah. Just tidying it up. The feet are about centered on your mat. You're awake and aware to how you're standing. More important even in the physiology to your practice is this idea of just being aware and keeping ourselves from going through the motions by knowing where we place each part of our body. The vinyasa, to place ourselves in a special way as a meditation. Look forward to your hands to walk forward into a ragdoll and feet mat distance apart. Here you can see your feet pretty well too. You can 
uh, adjust so that they're parallel. Then release your gaze toward your back wall. <laughs> Let the back of your head drop heavy. The back of your neck slides long. Feel the ball of the big toe, and the ball of the baby toe of each foot. If they're slightly heavier than the heel. Breath in, and breath out. And release your hands to the mat. Walk your feet together. Again, feet can touch or be slightly apart, but they're they're centered up on your mat, and they're parallel to each other. The second and third toe pointing straight ahead. You reach up to standing mountain pose. Exhale, bow forward, press your feet into the floor, particularly find the ball of your big toe, anchor it down. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back, press your feet into the mat, draw your heart forward. Plant your hands, step back, high plank or chaturanga to upward facing dog. And down dog, breathe all the way out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Drive your feet down, breathe in, reach up. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, then plant your hands, step back, low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Check in with your feet parallel, about center, hip distance. Look forward, walk or lightly hop your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. One more round, sun A. Inhale, reach up to stand mountain pose. And exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back, high plank or chaturanga. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Feel your toes pointing straight back. Reach through the tip of the big toe. Down dog, breathe out. Pause here. Let's check in again. Feet, hip distance parallel. Press your hands down and forward. Bend your knees and your hip crease up and back. And take your right leg. Up and back behind you, three-legged dog. Bend the knee, heel to your sitting bone, flex the foot here. Look forward to your hands. Bring your right knee toward your right elbow. Take a big step into low lunge. So low lunge, we define with the hands on the floor, or you could have your hands on blocks. And that back knee could be up or down. Uh, we're going to go ahead and bring it lightly down. Keep the back toes tucked. Okay, so uh, here, 
Just play around with letting your heel drop over to the left or over to the right, just the with the back knee down to feel the the back foot. Then bring it to center so you can feel the ball of the big toe, ball of the baby toe grounding. For some of us the ball of the baby toe doesn't quite get to the floor. Maybe you feel like the ball of the whatever that toe is that like uh you call it the ring toe or is it the uh is that the toe that had roast beef? No, that's the toe that had none. Uh, anyway. Pressing the ball of your back foot down, heel straight up. Tighten your back leg so that now you're straightening the knee and you're keeping the heel pointing straight up. Look forward. It's tempting to look at your foot to see if you're doing it. If you can feel an evenness between the ball of the big toe and the ball of the baby toe or whatever you can find over there, right? Heel's probably pointing straight up. If you feel heavier on one side of the ball of the foot or the other, that's your sign that your ankle is probably not aligned. Spread the toes. Feel the ball of the foot press down. Press your front foot down. Press the ball of the back foot down. That should give you a lot of sensation in the back leg. If you're not currently getting that in your low lunge stance, hmm, you just found out how this is done. Good day for learning. On your inhale, you straighten your front leg and let your upper body bow over uh, in to the inside of the front leg. A little relief for the back leg. If your low lunge is ever uninteresting to you, press through your back foot and get that foot aligned. Draw your heart forward, rock forward, back to the lunge, tighten the back leg, step back high plank, low push up, breathe in, upward facing dog, and breathe out, down dog. Check in with your feet. Where do they go? Are they hip distance parallel? Are you about centered on your mat? Left leg up and back behind you again. These are all points of practice, not do or die. And bend your upper knee, heel to your sitting bone. Thank God none of this is do or die. Knee to your left elbow. And then big step to that low lunge. And press the front foot down all three points. You're going to bring the back knee down. Keep the back toes tucked to explore the, the ball of the foot back there. For some of us, we'll be able to feel the ball of the big toe, all the way to the ball of the baby toe on this side. Maybe it's more the uh, maybe fourth toe there. You press down through whatever you can find to align the ball of the foot on the mat and the heel straight up. Then let the heel kind of rock out to the right. Kind of rock over to the left. Reestablish center. And as you stack the heel over the ball of the foot, right, you feel that that triangle of the foot is it's vertical. We're lo we're looking to get there. Then tighten the back leg. Press the back foot down. The ball of the foot presses the floor so that that heel can stay stacked. If we stop pressing into the ball of the foot, it'll usually go toward its default uh, alignment, which uh, you may be absolutely perfect. Even so, grounding the foot, pressing down into it, so more better for the back leg. And particularly here, as you tighten the back leg, Press into your hands, draw your heart forward, and step back to the plank. Right? That back leg being well-grounded through the foot is helpful there. Low push-up. 
upward facing dog and down dog breathe all the way out check in how your feet are arranged here shape them into aware alignment look forward walk or lightly hop to your hands breathe in lift halfway flat back and breathe out fold and drop your hips back katasana chair pose you exhale fold hands to heart chest to thighs let your head release Lift halfway, flat back, walk your feet about hip distance apart. You're going to pick up your right foot and step it back. Pause. When it lands, find again that action to ball the foot, back leg tight, so we're in low lunge. And your back leg is straight, as straight as yours is going to go. You feel the, the shape of the back foot as vertically as you can. Keep pressing into your feet, lift your abdominals, lift your chest. Look for crescent lunge. Crescent lunge may have a straight back leg, but for a lot of us, that will uh, work against us in the low back. So a little bend in the back knee could help you pull in through your abdominals right, and, and really decide whether to bend your back knee on the merit of, can you feel yourself drawing in through your abdominals? Because if you can't, you're not. So with the legs straight, for a lot of us, abdominals dump forward. There's no way to kind of get ourselves centered. Little bit of bend. Abdominals can come in. You're maybe getting a little more out of what you're doing here. Press your feet down. Checking with that back heel. Did it slide out to one side or the other? How's the ball, the big toe, ball, the baby toe relationship? Press down, lift up. And then hands to heart center to the mat. Look forward as you step back. Breathe out. Breathe in. Make it back a down dog. Check in on the status of your feet, how they're aligned. Let your gaze soften. You're going to look to your right hand and step your right foot straight forward. Right. That's a little shorter step. That's cool. We're going to come up hands to hips into a high lunge, an upright lunge. And then check with your back foot. Ground again through ball the big toe, ball the baby toe, but pull the heel forward as you bend the left knee a lot. So when you pull that heel forward, make the action of pulling the heel away from the back wall. Abdominals in upright. It's like we're getting ready to, to take a knee. You're stacking that back knee, hips, shoulders, head, and take your arms up in one upright line. Upright lunge. Right. Also, sometimes we say high lunge. Upright would be more more appropriate. Again, feel the ball of the back foot evenly weighted. Heel may be trying to sneak out to one side or the other. Breathe in, reach up, and then hands to your heart, hands to the mat, step up, feet together. Breathe in, lift halfway, and breathe out, fold forward. Drop your hips back, lift your heart, Ukatasana. Exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. We're going to walk the feet to hip distance. And then step the left foot back. 
long step. <laughs> We're in a low lunge that then comes up and becomes crescent lunge with the back leg right grounded through the ball of the big toe and whatever you can find over there toward the ball of the baby toe, the ball of the foot, and then supporting the heel to heel and crescent uh, stacked as much as you can over the, the ball of the foot. If it's a little behind, that's totally fine. Can you draw in through your abdominals? And if not, a little bend in the back knee to allow you muscular action rather than locking in, in the bones. Right. Abdominals in, heart up. Then check in with the back foot. Is it still evenly grounded from ball of the big toe to the ball of the baby toe? Right. Once we start focusing up the chain, sometimes the foot you know, will goof off. Right. It's like the class clown when you're focused on the, the other kids. Breath in, lift up. And then hands to heart center, foot to the mat, as hands to the mat, step back. Low push up. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Breathe out. Down dog. Step your left foot straight ahead to the left hand so that straight ahead step, a little shorter than there's that way the lunge becomes a higher lunge we work different musculature you bend the back knee and you pull the right heel forward and you're finding ball the big toe, ball the baby toe or the ring toe, whatever you can find over there that foot's grounded and it's pressing down Then you got the knee that's pointing down, you stack your hips on top rib cage on top shoulders, head, arms you're upright and if you want to deepen this, it's like you're trying to get down toward taking a knee but reaching your fingertips up. Check in with the back foot. Did the heel slide out to the side? Did the foot stop pressing? Breath in, lift your chest, press the back foot down. Hands to heart center, fingertips to the front of the mat. Step up, breathe in, lift halfway. And bow forward, breathe out. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose, extend, go long, exhale, fold forward. And we'll breathe in, lift halfway, flat back, plant your hands, step back, high to low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Your right leg up and back behind you. Take a step into a low lunge. You reach up for crescent. Feel the back foot. Press it down evenly through both sides. Ball the big toe, ball the baby toe. Hands to heart center. Rotate. And then we bring the Left elbow to hover over the right knee. Check in with your back foot. Did the heel slide out? I'll tell you by looking at the screen, some did. It's totally common as we pivot, or as we twist, that foot to want to pivot. Anchor the ball of your big toe, stack the heel, so that the rotation comes from the spine, and that back leg stays tight. Press the ball of the back foot down, just like we did in the, uh, the untwisted lunge. 
On an exhale, look to your mat. Plant your hands. Back knee comes down. Walk the right foot out to the right. Turn the toes toward the diagonal. Let the hip rotate. Uh, like the leg is coming to butterfly. Notice what just happened in your back foot when you did that. Uh, we're not going to try to upright the heel unless you really want to. We're going to point the foot back like up dog. Press the left foot into the mat. Pull the right heel into the mat. And then if you want to take this into a twist, right hand to the right thigh, rotate your chest, keep the top of your back foot pressed evenly down. So here's one where the foot might try to, to kind of sickle in. The heel tries to sneak out to the side again. Point your toes straight back, press the top of the foot into the floor. Breath in, heart up. And breath out. We'll unwind this. Slide your right knee in and uh, to hands and knees. Press back, down dog. Inhale, take your left leg up and back behind. Bend the knee, heel close to the sitting bone. Fold the leg into your chest as you move wisely. Step, planting your foot where you want to plant it. Breathe in, reach up. So you feel the ball of the foot in back. Right, All three points of the front foot are pressed down. The ball of the back foot is anchored. You bring your hands to your heart. Rotate. Just rip right and rotating, back foot staying where it is. Then as you tip and continue to rotate, check in with the back foot. The ball, the big toe grounds, heel as straight up as you can. It may be trying to go out to the right to give you the sensation of a little more twist. Uh, what that is, is it's pivoting the hips. It's not bad or wrong, but again, it's an intentional twist or, you know, we're just uh, kind of checked out. Press your back foot down, the ball of the big toe is anchored down straight, tack your mat to the floor. And inhale, you open your arms, press your front foot down through all three points. When you exhale, bring your hands to the mat, back knee comes down, we're going to walk the left foot over to the left, turn the toes to the diagonal, draw your chest forward if you want to, uh, actually let's take the back foot and point it back so that you're reaching back through the point of the big toe, the tip of the big toe, press the top of the foot into the mat. You might even notice a difference there when you, when you do that. And, and then you can rotate by taking your left hand to the left side. There's other ways to, to rotate this as well if you want to go for it. But working with the back foot, keep pointing the toes straight back. Press the top of the foot down. That does a few things. It activates leg muscle. It takes the weight out of the kneecap. Uh, also keeps us from sickling the ankle, which, again, sometimes our body does that to give us what seems like a little more range of motion in the twist. Instead, anchor that thing. Rotate your spine by stacking left shoulder over right. And we'll unwind this. Hands to the mat. Step back to hands and knees. Just let that be easy. Tuck the toes. I'm going to up to downward facing dog. Check in with your feet. Are they well organized? Is your pose centered on your mat? Feet parallel. Breathe in. And breathe out. All these little alignment things usually don't happen by accident. And that's a good thing. It makes us become more purposeful in our action. Look forward through your hand. Walk or lightly hop to seated. Come down onto your back. Set up for bridge. 
taking the time to feel your feet parallel hip distance evenly grounded through all three points as you go up and then if you'd like to take that into a wheel just keep that same mindfulness in your feet and good really good breath in and slowly release down these by these you come to the mat you take Supta Baddha Konasana or constructive rest pose get yourself a breath and have any finishing postures stretches anything that you like to make yourself more comfortable on your way to Shavasana that was great y'all This was a day where I could see a lot of feet, and uh, from the feet I could see, y'all did good. And, uh, you did well, but you also did good. When you're ready to come back, you start with wiggling your fingers and your toes. Roll to your right side. Don't make your way up defeated. moment to lift tall through the very back of your head to elongate your spine and the lift of the back of the skull lifting the center of your chest if you're long in your front body make space for breath time for breath bring hands together at heart center and raise thumbs to forehead center That was terrific. Oh, thanks so much. Namaste. And thank you for joining us here.
We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.